Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Epi 17, Epi 17. I'm pretty sure that's correct for our Spanish listeners of the Little River Pod of the Little River Podcast. As always, Big Neck, Turb, Little Buns, Conrad's Corner, all the boys back. We're on a heater. We're rolling. We had the two-week hiatus for the holidays. But boys. We're rolling second to 2024. We got goals being accomplished early. Pete's on his third book. Nikki is on three days of walking. Fourth book. It's a fourth book for Conrad. Nikki has been walking. He's been walking like a madman this week. Herb being nice as all can be to anybody and everybody. <laughs> We're in 2024, boys. We're getting it going. We're getting it going. Let's stay hot. Got to keep playing the hot hand, man. Consistency, consistency. Press while the iron is hot. Are you back? Said, are you right? back on X? You back on Twitter? I'm officially unsuspended as of yesterday at 6:30. So wow. the kid is back. Love that. Um, I hate it for my all my followers. They missed out on some great tweets I would have retweeted, but you know it is what it is. Sometimes you just gotta roll the punches, do what you gotta do, um, and we're back. I mean, fuck Elon Musk. Fuck the whole legal whatever. Guideline terms, fuck them all. All right, get me back to old Twitter where everything went. Dude, Turb threw in a Turb threw in a good little good little topic for like the, what was the specific wording you did, Turb? Like a topic of discussion. What's that? Like over what you did, like loser pro, yeah, loser prototype adults. Yeah, adult loser prototypes. I like that. I like that. We're gonna touch on that after we talk some sports. Before we even get into some sports. I went to the movie theater this past weekend and the recliners, you want to talk about a game changer. That was my first time seeing a movie since I think 2018 when I saw that movie unbroken. And have you guys seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. I know what you're, you're talking just, about. It's, you're just it's watching a, a guy runner, right? Yeah. You're just watching a guy be tortured for two hours. That was the, that was the <laughs> last time. <laughs> That's the last time I saw cinema, man. Let me tell you. Those reclining chairs, it's kind of weird to walk into a movie theater and not seeing like 150 people. You're just seeing right. 20 people and like. What'd you, what'd you guys see? Uh, it's rom-com with Allie. Anyone but you. Sounds Sweeney. I was promised she'd be full in that. I got side tit. I didn't get full, but whatever. I was wow. a little pissed about that. A little pissed about that, but. Promise the full. <laughs> and, and the first recliner I go to, it's like assigned seating to in the movie theaters now. I'm like, yeah. there's like popcorn all over. It. I'm pretty sure like someone spilled a drink on it. I'm like, I'm not a fan uh, of that. Because the old school movie theater was just first come, first serve. If, yeah. you, if you got a fucking seat, you were happy. You fucking wiped it down, whatever. But now I can't imagine going to those old school movie theaters when there's like 100 people in there and you're sitting in like a fucking office chair. <laughs> I, um, I could I I went to the movies sometime last year, maybe like over the summer, June, July ish, and it, you're right. It's like fifty percent of people, but the the whole recline and everything is crazy. Gives you a little bit more distance between you and your girl, though. So I don't know. I mean, the youngins out there, throwback to you know our, our young days. You go to the movie oh, theater. Get you know how exactly? You know how easy it would be now, Conrad? Because I mean, now you're in the recliners. Now the access to the access to the over the shoulder to everything. She, I'm, I'm on her arm. I'm sleeping on her. She's sleeping on me. The access now. You're given everything. You're given everything. We had a grind. Because I don't know about you guys. From seventh grade to ninth grade, 
I fucking own the movie theater. I fucking own that motherfucker. No license, no permit. Your mom can drop us off. I don't care. I fucking made the movie theater my bitch. And I had to fucking go grind like we all did. Now it's fucking easy access. You might as well just both cuddle up in the same recliner at this point. I mean, it's, you're just like sitting on a couch. Yeah. I will say it's a huge plus for the big fellas because you just get in that bitch and lay back, boy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're not crammed in between two other fatties. Oh, I mean, it's the I'm best. Just, the recliners. I'm just picturing Nikki just like all the way fully reclined with just like housing milk duds in the movie theater. Big that time. rush too. That rush too never goes away of sneaking candy in. I mean, you get in there and see the prices. I like. I can't. Oh my believe, god! It's it's twenty bucks for a popcorn and a drink. That's it's like more than the movie you're going to see. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Turb, Turb, you definitely have to have a bet going on right now. Uh, well, I mean, it's all ESPN plus games. So I'm like scrolling just to see which fucking bullshit game I can throw on the TV here. <laughs> right now we got Northern Kentucky versus fucking the Milwaukee. How, how do we do? How do we do on Turb Tuesday this week? Not good. Not good. One, three and one. So, all right, well, I mean, we got, we, we got to win on the board. We got to win on the board. You escape, you escape the zero. You escape. Yeah, the zero. You go over. Yeah. And dude, when I was uh real quick, nothing on the movies. Uh, yeah, listen, that's listen. Uh, haven't had a push, and that's uh, Saturday. I got you. You're, you're going in and out, Turb. What are you saying? You haven't had a push? I uh, know it's fucking Wi-Fi. No, I got um, your back. No, I got. I, I had a push. Uh, um, but I mean, at the end of the day, eleven or twenty picks on Saturday, and eleven, eight, and one. So that was a big one for the page. Yeah, that was Absolutely. huge too. That was huge too to get a video up for divisional Saturday. Huge three and one in NFL. Three and one, just keeping my sharp. My NFL plays have been very good all year long. If you're if you know the uh, the pick em pool and going into going into the weekend, so oh, yeah. And we're gonna yeah. touch. We're gonna we're gonna hop in NFL, but real quick, I just want to say one more thing about the movies. I've been having this song stuck in my head. I listen to uh, Rogan and Rogan and Diaz dropped an episode like this week or last week. And uh, they were rocking out to that. I'm your boogeyman. That's what I am. You know what I thought of immediately? Immediately when I heard that song was a scene where McLovin works with the courage to go dance with that fucking chick and super bad. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He, starts, yeah. he, does, he does this move. I'm your boogeyman. I'm your boogeyman. <laughs> Fogel, sup? And dude, you want to talk about a movie that we are never going to see again? Super bad in oh. Project X, 2008-2012. What an era of cinema, man. I could quote Super bad from start to finish, no problem. Uh, I've heard it listed as so many people's favorite movie of all time. And I, I, I won't put it up there as like as quotable as maybe like Step Brothers was. Step Brothers for kids my age was the most quotable movie of all time but I think that was 2000 i think that was 2008 too step brothers yeah I step mean, brothers the other guys both of them hangover yeah right there the yeah, yeah, yeah 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 right there the same timeline but yeah super bad's one like, cinema that's like one where like like my mom like like thinks it's like a classic like that that movie fucking like touched like every single like fucking demographic it could oh Such yeah my pair. dad loves super bad like, uh, like, like, like when, when, when he's in the gas station and like, uh, he just looked at nudie mags, like just like 10 year old, he's like titties. <laughs> like right off the like, bat. Yeah, they're, they're in the film too. She's so just looking at like the first page or whatever. 
my my favorite in. my favorite line in that movie and something that I always drop with the boys is uh when he's talking about the girl who got a boob job and he's like I gotta catch Carrie Hutchins. I gotta catch a glimpse of these warlocks. And so just me and me and the boys back home would just be like, check out the warlocks. Oh uh, yeah. Everyone everyone knows Can't a guy. Everyone knows everyone knows a guy too that like ran over Seth when he backed into him. And he's like, come on, man. Like he's like, he's like, hey, I'll give you all I got, I'll give you all I got. This is seven dollars. What are you fucking eight years old? Everyone and then, and then they have him be like, like come to a party me tonight. I get I'll get you a beer. Like everyone knows a guy like that. Everyone knows a guy like that. He shows up to the party, gets his ass kicked. Just an all-time uh, film. It had me it had me missing all-time cinema, all-time film. But you know, 2008, that era. We know Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. We know how that rivalry went. Peyton Manning, 2007, got his first one over Brady. I thought this was going to be the Sunday. I thought this was going to be the Sunday where Josh Allen, the Bills, they had to do it, injuries, whatever, you name it. And Mahomes has put me into, he's put me into retirement until March Madness. I, I need, oh, I need no. the Bills. I need the Bills in the worst way. I had the over with the Bills and everything. The over... The over was such a fucking lock. I'm so pissed at myself for having the Bills in there. But, Alan, the Bills, like, listening to sports radio on Monday, I felt like a Bills fan, being a Bills better. And it was a spot I never want to be in again. I mean, Turbo's right on it with the Chiefs. And I said to myself, the only thing that had me feeling weird about it was the Taylor Swift effect. Was the Taylor Swift effect. Now I am just so disgusted. And if Mahomes goes on the Super Bowl, he's not going to lose. And now the Brady talk, the dynasty talk will be in full swing. Yeah. I mean, I mean as soon as, as soon as you and, uh, and Rick left at halftime and I told Turb what your play was, he was like, that's the biggest sucker bet of all time. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you're getting the chiefs at a plus number in the playoffs and you're betting against them with the bills. It's like, it was like a twofer, not just, not just you're betting against yeah. Mahomes, but you're also putting money on the bills to bring you to the promised land. And he was like, there's no chance. Yeah. I mean, it was a double winner for me because for me, and I said it on, the, I said it on one fucking $2. Yeah. Yeah. $2 try seven fifty, buddy. If we want to fucking talk unis, 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 get the fuck out of here, buddy. Anyways, so first of all, I think I missed one play all weekend, and it was the over in the over in the. Uh, I think actually both overs. It was the um, it was the San Fran over, and then did the Baltimore over hit? I don't think it did. Yeah, it did. It did. It did hit. So the only only thing I didn't hit, I had Lions to win easily cover. I had over was my pick probably of the week. I think I said on the pod was the over in the Chiefs game. So to me, the the Chiefs at plus money was just throw that in there with the over. It's double winner. I mean, probably triple winner at that point. So, um, I mean, listen, it's you, you try to play for. I've always said the NFL is is very, in a way, somewhat predictable. And it's if you get all caught up in the emotions, fuck Mahomes, fuck this. It doesn't usually work in your favor. Never did with the Patriots either. And you try to want somebody to come up and beat them. It doesn't happen. So well, well it was like, I mean, real quick, Nikki, it was like me, me and Tur, one of my most memorable bets was the Patriots plus three at Kansas City that the that conference championship game where Chris Jones was off sides. I had the over oh, and Pats I plus remember. three. I had Pat's money line. Brady is an underdog. 
And that game ended up being everything I like everything I needed that game against the Bills to be this past Sunday. It's one of those things where I may you know what? Mahomes put me in a retirement. I don't want to see Swift so bad in this shit in the Super Bowl. I might bet him this weekend so the Ravens can go on. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that for a little foreshadowing. But um no, I mean just to touch on it too is like when you when you guys when you guys had left, it was like I don't know the bill. The bills to me, it's like they to me to me. There's no history with the Ravens like there is with the Bills. And to me, the way the Bills play against the Chiefs and the way they match up with them, they have to play the most perfect game of football that just never happens. They they can never play a perfect game of football, and it's the Chiefs don't have to do that. They they didn't play perfect. They they handed the game to the Bills. There's always going to be something like that missed field goal and everything like that. The Bills are relying on like the, you when you watch that game. I, I can't relate to you, Johnny, because I didn't have the Bills. But if I were to put myself in those shoes, the whole game you're relying on the hair and the skin of your fucking chin the whole time. You're yeah, like, yeah, no, that's right. That's exactly it's, right. And when you're when you when you have the Chiefs in that game, it's like this can go wrong. Like he fumbled, what whatever his name was, fumbled, and it was a touchback. And like Hard, it wasn't man. even, yeah. it wasn't even like uh, it wasn't even like oh shit we're screwed type of moment. It was just like, all right, D up and let's get the ball back. Yeah. I mean, what the, the fumble out of the end zone by Hardman was really like the icing on the cake to, to put that dagger even deeper in John's chest, but we're not going to pretend like the bills didn't have a chance to win. Um, they do Alan, every time. Alan, Alan got hit on that throw where he had the open receiver in the end zone. It just came up short. The same way that in – I forget who they were playing in the regular season where he overthrew Gabe Davis in the the end zone in overtime. I think it was the Birds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, like two two throws to decide two games uh, where – It's two just... big – two massive playoff losses at home back-to-backs. I mean, at what point do we just say the Bills are fraud? They're not. They're not a playoff well, team. Well, they're and not also, built for the long tragic. Well, also too, like after that touchback, you can't punt the ball. Like you just did a fake punt. They, but Pacheco Tomorrow runs it. Hamlin. They did a fake punt, which was that like. Was, I mean, that way, was like fucking. Watching that, watching that fake punt, I was like, "This is a joke, right?" And to see him come up so short and run off the field, I was like, <laughs> "It didn't. It didn't really settle in." I was like, "What?" Like this was like a joke, right? And uh, to have to have Pacheco run down inside the five, and then that touchback happen. If you're the Bills and Josh Allen, you can't go fucking three and out. You sh- you can't like championship teams don't get blessed like that, and then just punt the ball a minute later. That to right. me is what nobody's gonna talk about. They're gonna talk about you know they're gonna talk about the touchback rule not being a thing, worst rule in sports. I heard Greeny saying this week. So such a that, dumb take. Terrible take because my whole thing is like if you're a defender and you're chasing somebody down inside the five, that's your one last hope is to to cause something to have a crazy turnover. Right? You got to hold on the ball. I mean, think about the end zone too. You cross the plane to touchdown. You got to have something to where it bites in the ass. I think if they change that rule, if they if they use this Bills Chiefs game as a rule changing platform again with this rule, I'll be so pissed. But might be out in the NFL after that. I mean. It's that is just a crazy rule change. You can't reward the team for fumbling the ball. Yeah, in the end zone, you fumble in their end zone, it's their ball. 
What the f- yeah, it's just crazy. And then yeah, you go three and out, and then you even have a chance to tie it at the end. Uh, Tyler Bass, I God, dude, there's no win either. That, and it just fucking well, goes. if they score a touchdown, yeah, Mahomes is gonna go down the Mahomes had like a minute fifty five. Like, I mean it's and he let me tell you with ten seconds. Let so. me tell you, you something, Turb. I'm a sick, I'm a sick bastard. That field goal, I was looking right at that right of the goalpost to have my eyes hopefully go, oh, like way over to the left, like down the <laughs> middle. And when my eyesight, like the ball was right in the middle of it, I was like, oh my God, he he is he did just miss this fucking thing in this game. It's over. <laughs> He it's had, yeah. he had you, you never know. missed one in like game time or go ahead field goals in his career in like the last like three minutes of a game. Really? Yeah, that was, was like, his first one in his career. Yeah, it was but like he, nine, nine, you for nine. You have to go four down territory there. When it's third and nine, you're just like run the ball. Just give me, give me fourth and five. You get fourth, yeah, fourth and five, and, and guess what? You're playing the Chiefs. You play anybody else? You kick that field goal for overtime. But you play the Chiefs. You're gonna, yeah. you're gonna fucking die with the ball in Allen's hands. Not too many punts. The, at the end of the day, the Bills just punted the ball too many times. It's like they didn't set themselves up for the the fourth and threes. It was always fourth and nine, and they were just like, I guess we just punt here. And then it was just like, how many times are you going to do this? Mahomes is going to get points out of it, and then you're going to sell yourself. You, If you're in that moment, know what's lying over your head that you've lost to this team. You get to where you need to get to. You can't sniff it. AFC Championship – it's got to be like Dan Campbell mindset balls on the fucking floor at that point. And McDermott doesn't do it. He just won't do that. Did um did the Chiefs score the following drive after DeMar Hamlin got stuffed? No, that was that no. was that was the touchback out of the end zone. That mm. was a touchback. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, they yeah. went all the way down the field and then <sighs> That is that is just insane. Crazy game. I mean, crazy. You want to talk about a game that just delivers, Great but game, yeah. you know, and yeah. the Ra- the Ravens, not nothing much to touch on there. The second half, once they got going, they got some steam on their legs after a couple of weeks of rest. They looked, oh. you know, they looked like the number one seed. I did I did see something on uh on Twitter today. Um the ref part of the, one of the refs uh that is going to be at the Chiefs Yeah, Ravens yeah, game I saw this as yeah. like the highest percentage of away winning teams uh this season and the chiefs are away so i mean that may may be an edge they want they want patrick mahomes and taylor swift in the super bowl it's fucking yeah. the script yeah i mean you just i mean i mean it's the, the raven the ravens get, are gonna have to do everything i don't in ever their get power and then some i don't ever get too caught up in yeah stuff i don't know i think i think the really want to get caught up in is the scott scott foster and chris paul that's the only one i get caught yeah (laughs) to me it's like if you play the right game of football and you're and you're the better team it doesn't ever come down the rest if you're up if you're in a situation where you know like to me it's like even if the refs gave the bills a couple calls in that game the chiefs are gonna find a way to win against the bills it's just i don't know like if it's coming down to a you're banking on a pass interference bomb call at the end of the game, then you probably didn't play the game to, right. the, to the right way. Well, well we yeah. we did have some controversy about a pass interference call in that Chiefs Bills game, uh, where he got hit at like before he threw. Remember that that play I'm talking about? Terry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then, but then the bill, then the Bills stopped them. They went three and out and got the ball yeah. back either way. So it's like the. The Bills had every single chance they could have had. It's a terrible point. If you're going to fucking beat the best, 
listen, let's go back and let's go back in time when people are. I was on the other side. It's going at Brady or whatever. Run like Guess a what? trick play. You're the like Chiefs. Not, yeah, you should be getting calls. You're the kings of the NFL. Not, one thing I remember vividly about the Patriots is when they were like in these, and it was the Ravens for us. We always like the Ravens were the one yeah, team the that, could, that could beat us in the playoffs. And like, I have vivid memory of like, like Julian Edelman, that play and everything. It's like the Patriots knew if they were down, they're going to run a fucking trick play. And it's not going to be a Disney Channel fucking movie scene where you hand it <laughs> off to DeMar Hamlin. Like, it's going to be a real fucking throw it to Stephon right. Diggs or somebody in the flat or, you know, throw it, throw right, it backwards right. and, and let Josh Allen is your quarterback. That guy, you tell me like I can't catch a pass downfield. Like, yeah. like, it's just crazy to me that like how conserve it felt like they were just at the end, they're playing not to lose and you, you just can't do that at the end of the day. Right. And I mean, and the chiefs are the Kings of the NFL. They're going to get the calls. They're going to get the calls. It's just how it, just how it, how it works. You earn, you just got to beat them. You just got to fucking beat them, man. And I think like like, to your point, the Ravens, their defense, their culture. It's the one thing that trumped our dynasty from time to time. I hope it does the Kansas City this weekend because going to the other side of the bracket, I'm getting vibes. I'm getting spooky vibes of Uh-oh. Lions, of Lions Chiefs. First game of the season, Ooh. last game of the season, Chiefs win their, win their third Super Bowl in five years and get the rematch against the Lions. I hope it doesn't happen because on that other side of the bracket, the yeah, Lions... I'm opposite of both of that. The Lions... <laughs> The Lions actually like before even knowing that. What you got Niners and Ravens? Yeah. Not opposite oh, of man, two one seeds, but Ravens <laughs> not Ravens. Niners. The, the Niners, honestly, I think are a better matchup for Detroit. I think if Green Bay beats the 49ers, I think Green Bay would beat Detroit. Yeah. But I th- I think Detroit is a good chance this weekend. I really do. The Niners had their down game, man. They they had that was the, their slip up game to lose was Spread is seven and a half for a reason. The Niners, <laughs> the Niners cover with ease this week. Wow, not even Nikki, close. Nikki, Connor, what do you guys think? I mean, the 49ers, If they, I mean, I think if if we look at it, you play your best game for both teams, and the Niners are just better. I mean, that's why they're favored by seven. So, I mean, that's what it is, really. Touchdown yeah. and a half. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's they're good. I mean, they're fucking good. Yeah. They're they really good. good. So Without they, Debo, too, they're favored by that much. Which to me, like, from a from a gambling perspective, that's like Debo being out in the line. Essentially, to me, doesn't change at all. Just says they're yeah. they're gonna put it down your throat. Now, Conrad, I want to hear your answer, but I, I do have something after this that I, uh, that I want to get to. Um, I mean, I to me, this game it comes down to. One mistake that Dan Campbell's going to make towards the end of the game, they're going to be down seven. He's going to go for it on fourth and like eight or whatever on his own 30 yard line. They're not going to get it. There's like four minutes left in the game. Niners score again. And then they're just, you know, another four down territory and they probably won't get it. Um, Just because we've seen Dan Campbell, like just his fourth down, like, yeah, every now, like every now and then it hits and it, it looks great. But a lot of the times, I mean, he's aggressive, so a lot of the times he doesn't – like, they don't make it. Um, I think the 49ers win. As far as the spread goes, seven and a half, it's a big number for a conference championship. Um, I, I would – I'll just take the line just because of how big the number is. 
what I what I wanted to get to is especially with Debo out, uh, Turb, are we gonna get are we gonna finally get a public player prop parlay from you? You've hit the last two weeks. This past week you had a six leg player prop parlay get paid out. And yeah, I think I've won I think I've hit two weeks two weekends ten, in a row. Ten to win six thirty and a twenty to win two eighty. It was a sixty-three to one and a fourteen to one back to back week. It's just fucking crazy. Not yeah. bad. I definitely I've already crafted them most of them. So <laughs> really, the I, lines. So the lines already out for those for for player props. Yeah. Well, I wanted to. I've got a couple, so I don't. I'll just have to decide which one I like. I've got a. I've got a haymaker. Patrick Mahomes has not scored a rushing touchdown all year. Was that tw- thirty to one? He's, no, he's plus five hundred. But that's like yeah, it's only it's only five to one, isn't it? All year, but yeah. honestly, I like. I mean, it's I just like, like it's like a that. sloppy. It's like it's supposed to rain in Baltimore. I just and I just like have I don't know. Here lately, I've just had these like images in my head. And yeah, I you can't it. can't I go just, against it. I see like I see just a an ugly like like second and five on the five yard line, second and goal, and him like scrambling his way in. Yeah, I, I I really just want to see your card because your card, like while we're watching the game on Sunday, oh, it's crazy. Hearing all of your plays, he's like, oh, I teased it up, I teased it down. I, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter who wins as long as it's within four points. I'm getting paid out on every. Yeah, bet. everything hit so good on that when you were with me. I had like Bills plus seven and a half, Chiefs money line. Like I had like so many things that just fell right in the the honey pot. Yeah, we yeah. had we had live player props, so we were like we just every every couple of players were just dapping each other up. It was a great time. Dude, meanwhile, I mean, yeah, you get yeah, you guys are. Yeah, it was it was a good thing you left, John, because it was yeah. like well, no, me and Nikki was, was were terrible. just we was, were just fucking. I was so happy, man. It was, was terrible so for happy. me. I know exactly what's going on. You guys are feasting on like your like plays. You're winning bets on yeah. plays, like first down, yeah, like throwing like, shit. It's like the you're Nikki method. Like I would never in my life think to go on like a live player prop line. Nikki's right. like, we can get we can get James Cook here four more carries and, it, and, <laughs> and I'm like I'm like ah eh, throw it in there baby. yeah sure but yeah the next the next we, we hit even on every we had like four of them going all hit even at the end of the day the best one was uh we had what, what was it we had uh we had James Cook over rushing yards he hits it hits over like uh, it was like sixty five and a half he goes over to like sixty seven. And then I think they like down, they punt the ball away. We get cashed out on it. We're like, I'm like two and oh, I'm two and oh on these player prop lives. And uh, the next time the Bills get the ball, James Cook immediate like minus four rushing yards. I'm like, Nikki, what does that mean? He's like, he's like, I don't know. We already got paid out. I'm screen. You guys got paid out. I'm screenshotting. He finished the game with 62. He he like did not gain anything else the rest of the time and ended up like coming back and taking that that went yeah. off the board. It was but. literally the tale of two cities. You guys were like drinking champagne, like laughing, watching the game. And I'm battling for my life with meatball, just fucking snoring, hammer drunk, fucking <laughs> just like an absolute mess. Trying to watch a fucking game. It was the tale of two cities. That's how it is yeah. sometimes. That's how it is. Sometimes. The, sometimes, you know, I, I just, I think these last, the way I always see the playoffs is like, I just like try to try to lock in because it's the last few times you're going to get to me. 
NFL, like college, as much as I bet college basketball, to me, NFL, there's so much more room for error and you can dial in. And the playoffs to me are just a little more predictable than the regular season. You just kind of, you got to go with some ugly things and see how it works out. And too, I mean, it just, I mean, Turb's longevity. He's been doing this for half a decade. Never really taking any time off. It's because he does like what everyone does in the stock market. Like, like Nikki was saying, he's got this teased up, teased down. I got over that, under that. I got minus that plus that. It's like his like stock portfolio is like a little bit in everything, a little bit in everything. Meanwhile, guys like myself, it's, I need one thing to happen. Just one thing. And if it happens, great. If it doesn't, where's a brown bag? You know, it's fucking, that's. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a credit, it's a credit to the strategy. And it's, you know, I'll tell you what though, it's, I am pumped up for March Madness. I am pumped up for March Madness. So we're two months out. I got the boys looking into the Airbnb since we're two months out. I can go on there and book it. We're going to have to just touch on real quick. We're going to have to Nikki really get down like this weekend or next yeah. week and really get like a, a, a ticket packed down or we're going to have to really get that down. Yeah. But, this, I think this weekend for sure. But yeah, oh. so so we'll, we'll get into that, Nikki. Don't need to get into it now. But me yeah. and you, we'll dive in. We'll let Conrad, Turb, no, we'll get we'll get a good group of boys together. We'll get that going. And, yeah, I'm going to go with, for my NFL Super Bowl 58 matchup, I want the Ravens. I want the, I want the Ravens and I want the Niners. But I'm just going Chiefs and Lions. And the Chiefs are going to win their third Super Bowl in five years. It's going to suck. That's my prediction. Conrad, what do you got? Ravens, Niners. Nikki? Um, I mean, we've got some rematch potential with a couple of different things. I mean, Chiefs Niners played uh when Jimmy was still the quarterback. Ravens 49ers when Kaepernick was still there. Gimme give gimme give Chiefs Lions. Yeah. It'll be gross. But it'll be fun to watch. I mean, that'll be an entertaining game. Yeah, I'll be pulling so. for. De- I'll be. I'll be pulling for Detroit. So yeah, mother too. effing hard. And terrible saying earlier, Niners Ravens Terb. Uh yeah, Niners Ravens. So here's a little caveat I have. Didn't realize it, but I was like, I put in these like at the beginning of the year. I put in all these like uh, Super Bowl matchup futures, and I have a Super Bowl matchup future fifteen to win three thirty on. Chiefs Niners. So to me, it's like to me, it's like, yeah, to me, it's like, okay, that's prop that's a very probable prediction to happen and to win money off of. Here's the thing. I'll I'll tell you a couple things the why I like the 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 Ravens and I'm all about the Chiefs and and what they do in the playoffs, and they've served me well. I've taken them against the Dolphins, taken them against the Bills. There's something about one that the line that spe- the line speaks to me. The fact that it's four, if it's two and a half, I'm like, this is the fact that they're gonna bait people in to take the Chiefs at plus one seventy. You're telling me everyone yeah. is drooling at the Chiefs yeah. at plus one seventy. So to me, I think there's a world where the Chiefs could could cover and still lose by three. I to and also to the point that I kind of hinted at earlier. There's not much like really history like there is with Josh Allen and and there is with Lamar and and Mahomes in the Ravens the Ravens defense they play a totally different style of ball 
yes, they haven't had much of a test. They All they had was a buy in the Texans, but I don't know, man. I've got this feeling. It's in my gut. And to your point, fuck the Chiefs. I only take them when the money is there. And I at this point, I think the Ravens can do it. And I want to root for the Ravens. I think the whole world is rooting for the Ravens. Yeah, 100%. And they want to see Lamar win. They're the team to do it. They're the team to do it. I think it's a it could it's it's one of those years Brady would have these years where he'd get there and then there'd be a weird, you know, upset or something. It's not really an upset, but Ravens are chalk, but they're not really chalk, you know what I mean? They're the one seed, but the Chiefs are really, you know, they're the they're the simpleton pick at the end of the day. If you're taking the Ravens minus 4, it's shark. Um, and then on the other side, I'm taking the sharp play. I like the Niners to cover the number in that sense. I think it's an easy win. I think Dan Campbell's the Cinderella story. I think everyone loves them. Everyone loves everything about the Lions. They've gotten this far. No one's going to critique you if you don't make the Super Bowl. They're going to get punched in the right. pocket. They're going to get punched in the yeah. mouth. They're going to get punched in the mouth. And, and I, I, I could terrifyingly see that. They've been playing in their dome for two games. They go yeah, outside. It's, it just it's 42 and the, to 10. And the 49ers just got a wake-up call. They played a good young quarterback. They, I just don't I don't want to see, to be honest, I know you, you got a future on it, but I really just don't want to see Chiefs Niners. I just don't want to see that matchup. I'd no, love to see Ravens. I don't, Ravens. I don't care. I'd love to see Ra- Ravens and Niners. I think would be fantastic. And if it's not going to be that, give me the fucking poetic lines and Chiefs, I guess. But you – you are you are speaking to truths. The the Chiefs at plus four, and the Chiefs at plus one seventy. It's like it's like your dad back in high school putting in a fresh case of beer in the garage fridge, just testing you, just testing you. He's yeah. not gonna notice if you take a couple. Yeah. He's not gonna notice if you take a couple. You take a couple. It's fucking time censored. You're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it is. I mean, it's. You know, I th- I really I like so much about this game. I it's the the Ravens are getting the weather. They're getting it's going to be rainy. It's that's a good be, Nikki. Can you pull that up? Weather it's going to be already already. Sunday. Trust me, I've already looked into all of it. Yeah, but but, but you know, Nikki, when he pulls up lines, it's yeah, like yeah, four hundred yeah, yeah. off. It's like no, four hundred off. It's ninety ninety percent. It's like ninety percent rain. It's he gonna might be get, like he might get snow pulled up. Who knows? No. 40, 45 degrees and yeah. rain. Su- Sunday, 46 and rainy. Uh, I've got it as high as 65% on the precipitation. I mean, it's going to be like a high, it's gonna be like a warm weather game for Kansas City after these past two games. Let's just throw yeah. them off. Let's, Let's just throw them off. One thing, yeah. one thing I will say with uh, – Rain's a big factor, though, because that's going to limit Mahomes. And the I, say, I feel defense. like it never rains in Arrowhead. No, no good, good call. Or, snow or cold. Yeah. Yeah. Do uh do we really want another I mentioned the Ravens and 49ers last time they played both Harbaugh's were the coach. Do we really want a world where Harbaugh wins in the in the college football playoff and Harbaugh wins in the Oh yeah, ESPN oh, oh, yeah. would go nuts. But I mean, you're talking to two, you're talking to two Patriots fans. I yeah. would want anything in this world besides Mahomes to win another Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, um, the only, I mean, yeah, if he and if he makes it, like, if the Ravens were the last offense, I feel like, because if he beats the Ravens, I think it's just, but it would be if, they, if it would be awesome for him to lose there. If he was to lose there, it'd be awesome. Then start another narrative. That'd be his what third loss in the Super Bowl. Start another narrative. Would it be a second? Mm. Buccaneers, he lost to. And who else has he lost? He's lost anybody else in the Super Bowl. I don't think so. Fuck. I think it's who? just the Bucks. Mahomes just lost to the Bucks and Brady. I think that's it. Yep. So this would be a second Super Bowl loss. I mean, eh. I just don't want to get there. Just I just don't want to get there. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, Nikki, would it be what 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 awful world where two Harbaugh's went? That would be so much better than a oh, fucking. I mean, Mahomes. just the the who's got it better than us circle jerk of that Super Bowl was awful for me. I just like yeah, but, they're the yeah, most but, yeah, but banana bread came... family of all time just. No, so you're right. I mean, you're right. You're, you're, I mean, you're right. But then Jason Kelsey's in the Super Bowl. He takes his shirt off. Everyone goes nuts. This guy's the best. He's fucking awesome. Like a drunk guy's ever taken his shirt off in a fucking game and drink a beer before. I mean, I like the guy. Yeah. He's cool. But she, if I saw I more fucking post, if I saw one more post, like shut the it's fuck better up. Than, it's better than the Taylor Swift content. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you guess. Right. You'd rather I see guess. Taylor Swift over your TV than fucking Jason. It's the same thing, though. It's it's the same thing. It's the same. It's no. the same thing. It's the same. Yes, it is. It's the same exact thing. The fact that the fucking that box too, they could just hop over, hop back in, and normal guys not doing that. He's getting fucking kicked out, and dragged up by his <laughs> teeth. But fucking whatever. People privileges. So, I mean that. I mean uh, that yeah, picture all, that was all over social whole, media. Pete, that whole all over all, that whole family is all about the damn. They've turned into fucking pawns in my mind. They he's doing it all for the camera. Like if you're yeah. telling me you're taking your shirt off, you're jumping down, you're not doing that because like oh you think it's cool. You're doing it because you know it's gonna get clicks and views for your fucking gay little podcast. Yeah, it's all for the podcast. Yeah, NFL's NFL's posting now with New Heights. Like they're you know how you can do like the two the double post. Yeah. They're posting mm-hmm. now with the New Heights podcast. I mean. I'm telling you this. I mean, I didn't even hear about this. We'll we'll, we'll go to Nikki Nightly News, but I heard there was talks of Travis Kelsey doing joint retirement, and even though he was even that, he's like, old. I kind of I, I kind of didn't actually, realize yeah. it. Yeah, I kind of didn't realize it. He is. He'll. I think he'll come back, but he's sneaky old. He's like 35. Yeah, because yeah. he just broke yeah. Brady and Gronk's record. He just yeah. broke Brady and Gronk's mm. record, so I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I just. I think I just looked it up with somebody, and mm. I think I they he was said, like. Younger in his thirties, but thirty five. No, I guess that does sound right. He's only he's, he's what, only year two years, years younger. Yeah, he's only like two years younger than than uh, Jason, and Jason's and like, like 37, 38. Yeah. So, so Travis, Travis is thirty four. Turned thirty four in October. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Ali sent me a, a Snapchat of like the magazines, like the grocery store line. I was like people, and it was like a billion dollar prenup question mark, and it was Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Like, dude, get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here, Jesus! I, I do think Kelsey comes. That back would that would be Kelsey. an insane. That would be an insane prenup. Yeah. Imagine like, how much money Kelsey has, and so doesn't doesn't even blink an eye at Taylor Swift. That would be a crazy prenup. I think I think Travis comes back as long as Mahomes is still. He's got it. He he's can still yeah. playing as Mahomes is still in his prime. Which, who dude, if I'm, if I'm Travis that, Kelsey, yeah. I'm playing until a career-ending injury. Man, at that yeah, point, you exactly, know? exactly. You've got to play with Mahomes as long as you can at that point. And okay, before one more thing before Nikki Nightly News, I want to hear what Terps. I have one more. Too. I have one more. I was going to do my my player prop of the week. If anyone, well, thinks. let me do this real quick. Then you hop in. Let's not forget Rogers coming back next year. Let's not forget. Uh, I mean the Steelers. Blech. I don't know, whatever. But Blech. Lamar, you got Come Lamar. Tua, Tua, is he gonna do something in the playoffs? No. I don't know. The Patriots are getting a new quarterback. Okay, you go down the list. I mean Richardson for the Colts. He's coming back. You got a lot of good quarterbacks, and Josh Allen. This was your time. Now it's just gonna be next year. You got Burrow back. The AFC is loaded with quarterbacks. Yeah, and I just think the Bills. I mean. Yeah, I would hate to be a Bills fan because I don't I don't think they're gonna win a Super Bowl <laughs> with Josh Allen. It's not gonna happen. Sorry, but not as long as he's playing Mahomes. 
There's just, I mean, who's going to, I mean, I mean, who are you taking Burrow around? You're taking Burrow. Burrow I love yeah. Josh Allen, but you're taking Burrow. Taking Allen or Mahomes? Taking Mahomes. Allen or Lamar? Probably take, I mean. And Lamar wins this week. Damn, bet you Yeah, ass. damn right you're taking Lamar. Yeah. I'm Roger Rogers next year. We'll see what he's got in the tank. Anthony Richardson. I love that kid. I'd probably take him over Allen if he's not injured. That guy was fucking awesome. Pete's favorite fucking touchdown prop. So I don't know. Just a lot to think about the AFC. A lot of good. AFC is flooded right now. They are yeah. flooded. Um, I mean, I guess we can just, I'll, I'll tell you the one I like the most just for, for um, cash out purposes. It's Travis Kelsey. I think he scores again this week. Um, I got Brandon Ayuk. Kind of the reason why I went and looked at these early because Debo's like could play, could not play. I want to get Ayuk. Ayuk hasn't scored all uh, playoffs or didn't score last week. I think he's due. Ayuk to score a touchdown. Sam Laporta of the Lions to score a touchdown. And then Patrick Mahomes will have over one and a half passing touchdowns. So, it's really not too crazy. It's Kelsey touchdown, Ayuk touchdown, Laporta touchdown, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes to have two touchdowns plus eleven hundred. Um, that's my um, that's my that's my probably player prop of the week. I love the Ayuk play. I think he's gonna have a uh, monster game. Yeah, yeah. The only one that you, I guess, anybody like would be sketchy of is just Laporta with his knee, and that's where the juice um, is. That's where the yeah, juice is. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but that, I mean, but that's a guy though. Weeks. We we yeah, we saw what he did. He was out for what a week or two. Yeah. Well, he I was mean, he was he'll dead. Fuck, hurt. He'll fuck his leg up for a touchdown Sunday. Yeah, he you was, know, dead, he was dead hurt. He was dead hurt two weeks ago. Like they didn't even predict him to play, and he still scored a touchdown the the first week of the playoffs. So like that's that's Goff's guy. To me, I think the Lions are going to be down the whole game, and they're going to go. He's going to go to his comfort blanket, and that's Gibbs or Laporta. And Gibbs doesn't unfortunately have the juice. So. What are the odds that you have on your book on that one, Derb? Plus eleven hundred on that. Oh, over that. ten to one. Love that. Yeah, I've got. I just, I just put it in. I got plus eleven fifty. So yeah, that's a quick. 50. It's pretty good. That's it's not bad. Good. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Twenty to win two twenty then. Uh, two forty maybe. Yeah, two forty. Yeah. Two thirty. You 30. guys, you guys want to put in on it? We'll go ahead and do it live. Can. I mean, I have money on it. I'll double down. I don't care. All right. <laughs> what do we say? 20 apiece, 80 to win 920? Do it. Fuck it. Let's ride. Let's ride. I've just been uh, looking at the way I've been looking at the way I've been hitting these prop parlays too, for the most part, is like to your point about Laporta, it's you just want you just want that one that you're like kind of banking on, you know. So if you can get Kelsey out of the way. You get you get Mahomes downs, you get Ayuk, and then you're just you're just banking on that one, that big juicer. And when it hits, it's fucking electric. I mean, the I mean the Lions throw the ball. I mean they they don't yeah. rush. They don't rush until they're they gonna have to, have to throw, throw their ass off. They're gonna have to throw right. their ass off. But even when they're in goal line, when they're in goal line, they don't run the ball until they absolutely have to. When it's third down, yeah. fourth down, first and second down, if they're on the floor, slinging it. I've been doing the flip flop method too, like lat. Uh, Amonra didn't score the first week. He scored last week. I had him to score last week. Laporta scored the first week, didn't score last week. I think he comes back and scores. Kelsey was so due last week. I think he scored he yeah. scored two last week. He scored two last week, and I think it's just now it's back. You know what I mean? It's but that's it's, what it shows too in the playoffs. When you're on the right road, it's gonna pay 
paid dividends. When you're on the wrong road, if you did Kelsey two weeks ago, you're not yeah. doing him last week. And then last week he goes off. That's why I did him last up, week. That's where it's like, like yeah, yeah, yeah like, we're, we're everyone's right off. Road. Everyone's off. Right. On him. Everyone's off. And then he scores two. So heads I like in it. the right place. Heads in the right place. I like it. Nikki, Nikki gave us the one finger. I don't know what, I don't know what he's doing. Well, I mean, Nikki Knightley news. We but... can just, we can just discuss wild carousel of, I mean, Bill Belichick is, oh, yeah. uh, Bill Belichick's been good call, Turb. Good call. Oh, Conrad. On. There he is. All right, there, all right, there it is. There all right, is. sorry. <laughs> we, we, we didn't catch a word. Bill Belichick is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just said, yeah. He's been, the can has been closed on him in Atlanta, and there's only really two vacancies right now. It's Seattle Terp, and Washington. Terp, is this kind of like what we we said? I don't know if this is before you got on or not, but I think Nikki and Connell remember. Is this kind of like the OnlyFans thing? Where, like, what about that one girl who does OnlyFans and, like, puts her puss out there everywhere and gets, like, $2 in return? It's, like, two subscribers, you know? Bill or it's Belich- just, like, or it's, Bill like, Belichick it's, like, was it's, his cream of the crop. And that, I would now he's it, like, somebody take me. Like, I, why did he put himself out the, there? If we're going to those, I like where you're going in those terms. I you know describe it, I would describe it totally differently. I would describe Bill Belichick as like Angela White having an OnlyFans. It's like, I don't need this. Right, 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 this. right, right. <laughs> it's like, right, you're right. a legend already. You've done your thing. We know what you're about. Why am I? I'm not subscribing to your OnlyFans, Angela White. But you get some fucking new guy, some new person in the mix, and you're, you're like, yeah, okay, what's going on here? You yeah, know what that, I mean? That's like that because now he's now he's in a pick me position at 73 yeah. years old. They're talking like, about him being like a uh, they're talking about him being like a uh, like a what's it not counselor, but like, like a, a consultant or something. A consultant, yeah. and then yeah. like like being like a consultant for the could you imagine Nick Sariani? Just with Bill Belichick in the box, that guy's good for two games, two fucking games. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let's just let's just do let's just do a quick Bills in the box and like, all right, Nick, uh, Nick, we're gonna run power eye yeah, four he, five two. Yeah, it sounds well, good, Bill. I bet you fuck right off, boys. We're gonna push push again. Yeah, that guy bubble screen, bubble screen. That guy, that guy loses one game, and Bill Belichick is on the fucking sideline immediately. Right, and you know, and you know, Bill. Like, I love Bill, but he's the kind of guy if he's consulting or he's Mike going McCarthy. To the owner. He's oh going, my god, oh, dude! Bill Cowboys or Eagles would be if if Bill Belichick could be a fucking consultant for the Cowboys at Eagles. I'd pay money. I would pay money, and then we could bet on how long does that head coach last before Bill Belichick's on the sideline. Like Bill, like Bill is going week two if they have like a like a disappointing loss or something. I love Bill, but he's the guy who's going to the the owner. I, did, yeah. I didn't tell. I didn't tell him to run that play. That wasn't me. Yeah, that wasn't me. Oh yeah, you he's do one thing against right him. That. That's why right. he was our GM. That's why he's our GM for so long. I mean, I think Edelman said on his podcast, it's like, Bill's your guy. He's all about having a GM. But you make that one wrong decision that Bill said to do this, and you go the other way, and it doesn't work out. You're gone. You're cut. You're done. That's I just. He's got himself in a. I'm getting. I just don't like it. If I'm him, you gotta just re- retire. Because now I'm That's just like tough, dude. Now, but now he can't though. He, now he can't thing, retire. To me, it's like know. it's one thing if like they hire Mike Frable or you're hiring Raheem 
Morris, Raheem <laughs> Morris over Bill. Yeah, is that what the Falcons did? Is that what the Falcons did? Be fucking for real yeah. right now. Be fucking for real. <laughs> Raheem Morris. Right, like... Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Like the Rams did not have that good of a defense this year. Like, what are we fucking doing? Yeah, you know, you know where I saw Raheem? You know where I saw that name Raheem on the name tag of the 7-Eleven employee I saw today? I mean, that's just... I saw I mean, it and I thought... I was, well, when I saw it, I go, wait, the fucking running back that's still in the league, Raheem Mostert, just got a coach. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Dude, dude. yeah, Bill, dude, Bill's in a spot. He can't retire now. Now he has to hope Washington. Yeah, now and then, and then, um, then Seattle. I mean, I looked into it a little like Seattle is because you got this, this Lions guy that everyone's fucking teething on, and it's only two teams now, and they're waiting on Ben Johnson to be done. Which most likely probably will happen this week. I think I think the Redskins are his only hope. I think Seattle just got Which done with Pete Carroll. Crazy, but you but you get you get Belichick and the enemy on on the offensive. Court. I mean, that's I a know. solid staff. Yeah, I, I, Every, I mean, I don't everybody, know. Everybody's saying that that Bill wants to have the same amount of control that he had in in New England. I'm sure. I mean, and with his with his track record of draft picks the last few years. Every team is like, hey, man, we're not going to do that. Dude, yeah, the, Fal- but- the Falcons yeah, put him yeah, out on a yacht. They put him out on a yacht. Who fuck? But to me, it's like, if you're the, the you want to talk about the biggest coaching blunder hires was the NFC South. You, who cares? Bill Belichick comes in and runs your franchise. You're the Panthers who just won two games with dog shit franchise who has nothing to hope for or root for. And you have the Atlanta Falcons who've been traditionally fucking bad besides a couple good years with Matt Ryan. It's like, who cares? Bring a glimmer of hope. Bring Bill Belichick yeah. in and let him run shop. Like, those two hires to me, the fucking Bucks offensive coordinator and the Rams defensive coordinator, yeah. the NFC South the, the name fucking test. joke. Yeah, the name test on this Panthers new head coach. I'm just like, this guy's going to be here for two years, Max. Like, like the name <laughs> test, like reading his talents no, yeah. or something. Canales. They scored nine points against the Panthers in a must-win football game. <laughs> yeah. They literally didn't score a touchdown before going to the playoffs. They had one game against the shitbag Philadelphia Eagles, and now he's like the number one coaching hire. Well, dude, now the Falcons, too. You better hope this Raheem Morris guy makes you the playoffs this year. That's Same with like, the Panthers. The Panthers you know? said they wouldn't even. They said they didn't even want to interview Bill Belichick. They said they didn't. They didn't really want to go into the analytic type of guy. I'm like. You've got some fucking balls, Dude, Dave buddy. Tepper. Like Dave Tepper, did not like, want to interview like, Bill his, Belichick his, is crazy. Term, his his power room, like where like they're discussing moves, must be insane. Like, dude, I would love to have. You know, everyone's yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. hitting the side. Like he says something, and everyone's like, "Okay, buddy." Who's with me? Who's with me? His wife. Like, like, you I'm say with so. Buddy. Yeah, his wife. His wife's in the meetings, just like petting her little chihuahua. Like, the, idea. The, the funniest thing that I've heard so far is this guy they just hired for their GM. They're like, "Oh, he's Dan Campbell vibes." He's Dan. Like, dude, if the Lions weren't in the playoffs right now, two years ago, everyone was shitting on Dan Campbell. He's yes, he's doing great and all, but it's like, it's like if now, 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 if you're, now, if you're a fucking ex player and you're a hardo, you're Dan Campbell. Everyone's just fucking Dan yeah. Campbell, like the fuck out of here the panthers are going to be so fucking bad next year everyone the, the funny this. thing is two term is temper might have fired campbell after starting one and six and Yo, who knows he would have been fucking gone yeah. he would have been way gone it's 
Crazy. Fucking, uh, it's going to be a crazy year next year. I can't. I mean, we got the 12-team playoff in college football. We got these new Ooh. coaches everywhere in the NFL. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be big time, just like Nikki Knightley News, but an absolute fire in 2024, big fella. I sent you the college hockey tidbit, groundbreaking tidbit. We've got it ready in Ready to go? You locked and loaded? We're ready to go. All right. On your count, big dog. All right. Nikki Knightley News. Starting off, college hockey, as John said. Boston University, Boston College, both picked up two wins, still number one and two at 16, four and one. New number three, Wisconsin, 19, four and one. The Battle of Calm Avenue this week is the first ever matchup of the two Boston teams being ranked number one and two. They play back-to-back nights tomorrow and Friday. And then the Duncan Beanpot Tournament, which features these two teams, Northeastern and Harvard, will be at uh, TD Garden starting February the 5th with a rematch of these two teams as well. Uh, Boston University leads the Beanpot in all-time wins at 31 since 1952. NBA, the Celtics stay atop the East at 34 and 10, followed by the Bucks at 31 and 13. The West, the Thunder is the new number one at 31 and 13, tied with the Timberwolves, and then the Nuggets are 31 and 14, a half game back. Uh, NHL, we have the Bruins at 67 points. Their nine-point streak, three wins in a row, ended by the Hurricanes in their last game. Just threw that out there for the Raleigh boys. Rangers at 61 points atop their division. The Jets, 65 points. And the number one team in the NHL right now is your Canucks at 69 points. Everyone last week, the wildest topic, the Tata Steel Chess Tournament. We've got updates. Uh, Norjebek Abdusatorov, six and a half out of ten. Uh, Damaraju Gukesh, six and a half out of ten. Anish Giri, six out of ten. And Ramesh Babu Pragnananda, six out of ten as well. That uh, tournament ends on the 28th. I will be bringing you the winner. Uh, in golf, moving on to golf, we have Nick Dunlap, a 20-year-old sophomore in Alabama, wins the Desert Classic, the youngest amateur to win on the PGA since 1910. Youngest since 91 when Phil won. Shot a 60 on Saturday and broke the record for this tournament that's uh, started in 1960 at 29 under. Gets an automatic bid to the Masters in the U.S. Open, but didn't get to win his $1.5 million, which fucking blows. He turns pro. Kid is a prodigy. The only other person besides Tiger Woods to win the U.S. Junior Amateur and the U.S. Amateur titles. And the last news story of this week. Biggest story in in sports after 70 years and terrible decisions the last few years, putting big bitches and actual men on the cover. Sports Illustrated has laid off all their writers and they are officially belly up. And that, my friends, is Nikki Knightley News. Damn, Sports yeah. Illustrated is dead. Yeah, yep, it's over, man. It sucks. Dude, that 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 swimsuit edition used to be every kid's favorite thing to go to the mailbox and grab. So, I mean, Livy Dune was the last cover of a swimsuit edition. Oh, that sucks. That's no, true. The, no way, that's true. This year was she not the cover. Uh, no. Was a tranny. That's why my favorite all time, Brooklyn Decker. <laughs> well, really, that's oh, how they went out. That's oh, how they went out. Yeah, Eat up, they went out. They they went out like that, Nikki. That's really how they went out. No, they literally put a man on the cover. Yeah. Oh. So, 
Um, That's crazy. But get back to what I just said. Whoa. Yeah, Bro- Bro- yeah, Brooklyn Decker was my favorite. Was my Brooklyn, favorite. Kate Upton, Turby. Kate Upton. Got one. Kate Brooklyn Upton. Decker, Kate Upton, really one and two. Yeah, they, put the, they really put the busty blondes on the map. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm, I went through and looked at. Kate Upton in like Alaska. I, I, she's like, like in Alaska. I, or I don't know what it was like. Um, I mean, like the the south the south guys knew about the busty blondes, but I feel like. Up north, there was all brunette busties. Yeah, that's right. And then the blonde, the the Kate Upton and the Deckers, man, dude, just put the yeah. busty blondes on the map. Yeah, Honestly, I, I, went back, I went back and looked at all the previous years, and it really, it really started like 2010 is when like actual girls with fucking pits came out on the cover because it used to be like. L McPherson and then transferred up into like Tyra Banks and then you get right in <laughs> yeah. right into the like Danica meat Patrick of it. right yeah. In, right yeah. into the meat of it with fucking yeah I mean there were before yeah. like I mean R.I.P. they set the tone for like Barstool Smoke shows Old Road yeah you know like that that was it it was SI Cover Girl and Hooters calendars. You had like the magazine mm-hmm. on like an angle under a light, like trying to see if you could see a nip. Like, <laughs> trying to see yeah, the, o- the only magazine that every any man will willingly buy is is like, how yeah, how are you I mean, going to go to now putting a transgender on the cover? Like, go woke, go broke. Everybody's saying. Well, like their their um like their their covers too are just all time. Like, I mean, if your if your team won the championship, you were waiting yeah for a week later to get that edition, and like they they never did they never did like your your NFL your your Super Bowl champions or your Stanley Cup champions. There's always some sort of quote like that, just like you know, like I don't know the way they did it. I thought was awesome. If you guys know what I'm getting at, I can't I think of a specific one. I think the I think most memorable might have been like Brandy Chastain after the women won like the World Cup. She's got like her top off on her knees. Not dude, your your mind your mind is in a crazy place. Brandy, right now, keep going. Sure, I know you're talking about when she had the sports bra. When she had the sports bra. When she had the sports bra. Yeah. Then you're thinking of Mia Hamm, right? No, no. I think no. Nikki's right. It wasn't it's her. Brand, it was Brandy else. Chastain. Brandy Chastain. Mia Hamm was on that team, but. Brandy Chastain's the girl who. Let me tell you, she does not sound like a soccer player. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah, and the way I described her top off on. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Sports Illustrated, though, from our childhood, Sports Illustrated for kids. You get that's crazy. There's in the middle and everything. The seventy years. Seventy years. That's awful. I hate to change the subject here. We didn't get an Antonio Brown tweet of the week. Oh, oh, fuck. I have one. And I we, have didn't, we didn't talk I, about the I Bucks. I would have dropped the tidbit about the Bucks coach too. I, I was expecting a Greek freak Bucks coach tidbit. Oh <laughs> That's God. so good. Definitely have a. They're yeah. saying that coach was like, "Oh, Thanasis or whatever has to go." He's just like, "We can get a better role player." Giannis. Uh, is just- I- yeah, I can't. Having it. I can't do like a Greek action. Like, uh, people are saying I didn't like coach. I love coach. Great guy, but <laughs> every every accent you do is just Indian guy. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. he, <laughs> I can't do. But basically, he was like the basically like he was like great guy, but he wouldn't play my brother. So this guy's a cocksucker. Like that's that's what it came down to. Yeah. So get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Now they got Doc Rivers. So. <laughs> Bucks so, are bucks are in a spiral. I can't wait to watch. You guys shut in a Greek axe while Terry pulls up his tweet. It's not easy. I don't uh, even know what to do. Uh, the yeah. freaking Mike from Mykonos. Can I get forty nine? I can't stop doing Indian. <laughs> fifty chicken nuggets. Not forty nine. Not forty. Fifty. Fifty burger. I can't. <laughs> I still feel like I'm doing Rashid, but whatever. 
<laughs> I guess I guess we can turn we can turn the a- Antonio Brown into my little bit of the week. Yeah, my fault. I Antonio, no, it's good. I'll do Antonio Brown tweet of the week. This is one I have here. So just to put the picture in front of your face, it is the whole entire Bucks team is doing the put that shit on dance. The put that shit on. He quotes oh, the one that um Dylan brought like Dylan Brooks yeah, is like he quotes it. Yeah, yeah, hand side of, hand side aside for the listeners. He quotes it and says crackers quick take the dance switch the song at dylan brooks you a canadian cracker dick riding the wave i know your mama white based off this type shit hashtag (laughs) c-t-e-s-p-n oh my god antonio brown cracker tweet of the week dude i would love to see like i would love to see him formulating the tweet you know, like, I wonder if he's like, I wonder if he know, like, he has to know what he's doing, but like, just seeing him, like, like, oh, this is gonna be good, like, on his couch, like, send, every like, single time he's like, this one's a banger, this one's a <laughs> banger, dude. It's, it's insane. I mean, he does it every day, so it's like you just have an artillery at all times. I wake up, and that's like, it's like me grabbing a cup of coffee to see my Antonio Brown tweet. <laughs> Wait, Turb, what was the Eli Manning one? Dude, it was something about like my favorite cracker or whatever. There was, if you want to bring up another one, there's another one that I just like don't know if I could explain it from a podcast standpoint. But this guy was going viral on Twitter. He was a he's an O lineman for the oh, uh, yeah. O lineman for the uh, the Tennessee Titans. Dates a black chick. White dude dates a black chick. He said CTESPN report cracker of the month Daniel Brunskill. And it's just a picture of fucking him dating the black <laughs> cracker of the month, dude. The, the, the Eli Manning one killed because it was like him doing like charity work and like people are he gonna just, quote he it. He goes at Brock Purdy too. Just fucking. What do you think? What do you think the at NFL want to help support? Get a ring. Winky face, upside down, smiley. Hashtag CTESPN. Hashtag cracker business. <laughs> cracker business. How about how about AB and Chandler Jones rumored to have yeah. a podcast called the CTE podcast? Oh, that'll yeah. get clicks. That'll get clicks. Yeah, they they're like they're formulating. I hope so, dude. I mean, I I'll listen to it for sure. They get they get the Chandler Jones thinks first CTE guess. isn't real. He's already said he's come out very publicly and said CTE is not real. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I saw things we'll like find him out. And Antonio Brown doing a, po- a CTE podcast together. Yeah, that'll last three episodes at <laughs> very max. Theo Vaughn comes on. Oh my god, we fucking you just like <laughs> so good. Are you guys sure you have CTE or you might just be gay? You know, you guys think about like that. You might guys be. I remember this. I remember this dude when I was growing up. He he hit his head <laughs> yeah. up on. He hit his head <laughs> yeah. on the fence. Started jerking off in front of the whole third grade class. You can't tell me that, CTE. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then AB would go on, like, a story that he has like that. That would be fucking magical. Oh, that would be magic. Turb, I was trying to think of what, what you sent in earlier, and, like, I can only really think of one. Why don't you break it down? What you have for a little topic yeah. discussion for today? Yeah. I don't know. I We were just talking about, like, just some random shit to discuss, and – to me, there I feel like we all have had a point where we have a run in with a guy and he's our he's our age or older, and we're like, this guy's a prototype fucking grade A loser. And it's usually like 
it's usually a an occupation or something where you're just like all right dude like you're using your power above me to do something to where you're trying to be the heart of the situation and you're a fucking loser pedophile whatever you want to call it at the end of the day so i mean that was my topic was grade a grown adult prototype losers and for me i had i had three number three being any type of security guard they're your typical person that again to the point they want to use your power they want to take the cheap route out they probably dropped out of college high school whatever you want to call it they lift weights two three times a day and they're like oh okay i've got a beer gut and i can lift two 25 10 times so then you walk up, you try to get your girl in, whatever it is. And he's like, nah, man, this fucking ID is expired. It's like, yeah, she's 27. Go kick rocks. That's a stereotypical scenario of a grade A loser prototype. Right. I would I would 100% agree. Just not the guys are just trying to make a buck, but the guys were hardos, like extreme yeah. hardos, like you said. He's not looking you in the eyes. He's looking, he's looking yeah. like he's a security guard 24 seven with his flashlight, like at the yeah, he's a security guard 24 seven up and down. Yeah, yeah. He's looking behind it. That's a great A series. Then there's another, there's another kind of again to like the pedophile side of things where it's like <laughs> you're a 35 year old male and you're doing trivia, you're DJing trivia on a Wednesday <laughs> and doing a fucking bootleg thousand dollar budget wedding on Saturday. You're a fucking weirdo. I don't care who you are. You're playing like weirdo songs. You're a weirdo. This is I'm so not saying every wedding DJ is a weirdo or every trivia guy. Yeah, it's specific. There's a guy at a fucking restaurant we play trivia at where he's like, you know, he's doing the whole thing where, oh, we're only allowing 15 entrants and like you fucking can't get in and you're this, that and the other. And he's like, just blanking. You know, we're not we're not taking song requests type of DJ. Just de- like if you're a, if you're a trivia DJ, you're a fucking loser. I think. Like 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 he like he has a big bar mitzvah this weekend that's going to pay his bills. Yeah. You know? yeah, and he's playing like he's playing like literally a Spotify You've met the parents. He's, now here's the bar mitzvah boy Jimmy. Hey. He's playing a Spotify he's playing a Spotify playlist that I can make in 5 minutes on my phone and he's like he's charging for this. That's that's just a grade A fucking weirdo. Right, right. And then I think what was my last my last one that I like threw in there? It was um it was wedding D de- oh NFL super fans, freak shows, absolute freak shows. <laughs> you're going to an NFL game, you're fucking wearing like Spartan gear, like you're going to fucking charge against like charge the field against the other team. Right. Yeah. Your face, your team loses. Imagine being a Bill's fucking freak show fan. And then you're just like going to your desk job on Monday and being like, what's up, Bill? How was your weekend? Ah, you know, pretty casual. Didn't do too much. Yeah, Bill, we saw you on TV. You were fucking, you had your nipples circled red and blue (laughs) and you had a fucking Bill's hat on and you were crying in front of fucking 40,000 people. You're a loser. You're a fucking grade A loser. You know how much time and effort that is yeah. too, man? You're like- waking up at like 6 a.m. to paint your body and fucking wear a Spartan hat and go fucking running around like you're the king of the castle. And then you go and sit in a cubicle. You're an accountant the next day. What the yeah, fuck are you doing? If you're doing? a 50-year-old man doing that for your NFL team, like – it's not really Touch like grass. you can be a super You'll fan. get some pitches. It's not the like you could be a big fan of a team. I mean, 
by all means, like that's your passion. But when you're painting your body and you're fucking wearing an actual like fucking outfit for a game and you don't have a shirt on and you're like playing this, you're running a bit. You're basically running a bit to try to get on TV, try to get on the Jumbotron. And then you're going to go work a normal fucking nine to five the next day. You're a weirdo. You're grade A loser. Those are my three. You got trivia DJs, wedding DJs, security guards, and NFL super fans. I couldn't agree with you more about the super fan thing. Cause that, like that to me is like, cause like when, when we're in college, like when we were at ECU, like I was putting so much time and energy into sports cause you had the time. Now when you have a career, I'm like, dude, I, like, you know how much of a fucking grind it is if you want to come home and fucking watch college basketball games all night and then go work again or whatever? Like, it's a fucking grind. So to see these guys that have families too, that have families, they're getting their family involved. It's so much time, so much effort. I'm willing to bet a lot of them win. are sober. I'm willing to bet a lot of them That's don't. That's another agree. great call. They're probably that weird. They're probably that weird. They're probably just that fucking weird and loser, like, generated. They're probably dead sober doing this. Like, That's a great call. No, they it's exactly. One thing they if it's like, hey, I'm drunk. I lost a fucking bet. This, that, and the <laughs> other. I'm hammered drunk, and this is my bit. They're doing that on their own accord every single fucking week. That is their bit. Every. Single I can't week. get the. I can't get the Ohio State guy out of my head. You guys know who I'm talking about. The Ohio State fan who's at every single game, painted his like bald head, like uh, that garnet or whatever it is, that silver they have. Oh. You know or who I'm you talking can, about, Nick? You're going to crawl into bed with your wife after that? She's like, get your fucking musty head off my yeah. shoulder. Yeah, or like or like the Ohio State guy. Like, he's doing like, it. Babe, like, babe, I had a rough week. I fucking lost to Michigan. I just dressed up like a oh, fucking no, clown at a carny. Oh, no, Terp, how about this? He does all that, and he gets home. Like, yeah, we just beat Purdue 42-3. to three. I'm so happy I did all this. Like, what, you know what, I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Had his wife been over the bed. He's still got the O around his eyeball. <laughs> yeah, his wife's wiping her ass the next week, just getting fucking red paint all in her fucking, all in her toilet paper. Like, I hit menopause three months ago. Why am I still bleeding? Pretty good ones though, Terp. I like the co- I like the, I like the topic. Nikki, Connor, I don't know if you guys got anything. I got, I got one off my yeah. head. I've got, I've got, well, I've got two for sure. And then one I'll piggyback off of. Uh, Number one for me is Disney adults. Mm -hmm. That was, that was mine too. Yeah. Freak shows. If you do not have children and you plan a vacation to go to Disney world and you're just walking around, you're a fucking loser. Like, and you're like getting excited to see like the, oh. the mascots or whatever, like the characters or whatever. Yeah. I can't wait to go to Harry Potter world. It's like, you're 35 dog. Like get over it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Disney adults I have a problem with is one. The one problem I have is like, they try to normalize it. by like, Oh, we're going to Epcot. We're drinking across the world. Yeah. No shit. Okay. Good, good, good riddance. And then the other one is like, I like roller coasters too. I would probably have a dandy old time riding roller coasters, but you bet your ass I ain't fucking posting shit if I'm over there. I don't want nobody knowing that yeah. I'm just sitting there riding roller coasters. Like the fact that you're posting that and telling everyone that you're a fucking grade A pedophile loser is freaky. <laughs> grade A pedophile loser. <laughs> um, number number <laughs> <I got> nothing. <laughs> number two for me is uh the guy from the guy from high school or college that you haven't seen, but within five minutes of running into you, he tells you how much he makes at his new job. 
or how yeah. well they're doing. Oh my how, God. how well they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Loser. dude, I made fucking 300 grand this past year. Yeah. Oh, like, and crypto was booming too. And crypto was booming. It was like, oh my God, all these guys are fucking millionaires. It's like, dude, you're, you just, you just pulled up in a fucking Toyota Camry. Or it's like, dude, I know you. You're working. You're fucking a laborer for your uncle's construction company. Fucking like who I did for a summer yeah. job. Like I know, yeah. like I know what you're making. I was making it four summers ago. No, like, I got it. Know? Yeah, but I fucking took that one paycheck I got in the GameStop early. You'd have no clue. It's like, yeah, but what did you lose? It's like it's like a gambler telling you how much you want on a play. It's yeah, game. and it's always a kid that never he did like at most after high school to community college and is doing like a hard labor job or something or didn't do any community college. Yeah, but he's like he's he's investing he's investing in td ameritrade (laughs) right right and and it'll always come up in a conversation that has no business going there they're just like oh i saw you had a kid and they're like yeah she's doing good but i'm doing better making two like yeah yeah oh my god child support and then uh number three for me i'm just gonna piggyback off of drew he said it like four times Anybody on the Epstein list, just pedophiles. They're the worst. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like with it with the with the Disney adult thing. Have you guys heard the joke? I think it's from like Shane Gillis or uh Nor- like Norm Mark Norman, one of those guys where it's like, Hey, shout out those pedophiles that aren't acting on their uh on their emotions. Those are the real heroes. It's like shout out, <laughs> shout out the parents, the couples that don't have a kid and want to go to Disney, but aren't acting on it and doing it. It's like if you are one of those couples, you gotta pop one out once they get to whatever age. At least have a go, kid. Sure. Like if you're that you big of a freak show. Yeah, if you're that big of a freak show and if you love Disney that much to where you're proposing to your girl at Cinderella's castle. I've seen that video too. That video is crazy. And by the way, by the way, if your kid's like two years old, that's fucking crazy too. But he's not going to fucking remember Jack shit. No, you're going for yourself. Those guys are still pedophiles. If you're bringing your kid, if you're bringing your kid and he's three (laughs) years old. Yeah. If you're bringing your kid and he's three years old, he's not going to remember dick and you're just there for your own enjoyment. Don't put the kid as a mask. You might as well just wait. (laughs) Off of that, John, the only, the only adults that are allowed to go to Disney and not get judged for it are the R words, dude. They can go and have a laugh. Yeah. We are, we, we are feeding off of tidbits. Something right in this. Segment. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, there's point. a lot of, there's a lot of losers in this world, man. It's just, it is what it is. Yes, That's there a great are. Point. That's a great point. Todd, you got anything on this? I, I had Disney adults and the only other one, I just thought of this like off the spot. If you're like, if you're out there in the real world and you're like, dead set on being like a cyclist or something and you cycle you like bike like 50 miles every week or some shit like that and you have like a full suit on and everything the the windbreaker helmet like this is definitely more of like a rural area because like tons no, of back roads where everyone's though. like like if if that's your person shout out actually not shout out but fuck my high school lacrosse coach he was one of these guys who would bike like 20 miles to fucking school every day and be the biggest hardo in the world fuck you donnelly yeah. um <laughs> If if that's you, like, I, I don't even. There's not even like an age limit on that. If that's you ever, like, fuck off. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, the, way. the people too that like are doing it just to fucking tell you they did it. You know what I mean? It's like they're not even right. doing it for their own enjoyment. They're just no. doing it to be like, yeah, I fucking cycled fifty miles today. What'd you do? 
But also too, put a fuck like also too, put a bullet in my head when my fucking fun week activity is looking like Lance Armstrong and fucking riding a bike in fucking Sunday morning. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. And plus too, like like I love those guys too that have like their arm out like this. Where like 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 a quarter mile before their turn, they're just doing the manual blinker. I've got a I've got a hot take too. This isn't this isn't calling it. Let, let's totally just cipher the loser card here. Not a, not calling these people losers, but to me, it's just a very counterproductive, stupid method to me is the whole dry month thing. The dry month thing, man, you're, you're telling me you're, you're, you're a regular, basically functioning alcoholic per se. And you're just going to go a whole month without drinking. And then you're just going to get back on the wagon. Yeah. What is that doing? What is that doing? You're going to black out even more on less alcohol. And you're going to drink even more because you haven't had a drink for a whole month. Shout out my dad. I mean, my dad's doing it. So, you know, like I said, anyone can catch the the fate, I guess, at this point. And, and the, the, not, the non-alcoalic IPA, some could say, is a, is a, is a dumb yeah. play. I, that's some could like, say it's a dumber That's play. a pre-crime move. If you're drinking non-alcoholic yeah. IPA, IPA, not even getting hammered off yeah. that taste is crazy. No, that is like, pre-crime. To me, it's like, just sip, a cu- just, just sip a couple beers. You know what I mean? Like, I'm honestly, I've somewhat in a way partaken in like January where I've like, I went out one weekend with the fellas last weekend and I'm trying to like, just dial it back a little bit. Just do that. Like what, why does it have to be like, Oh, I'm going to go the whole month without you're almost on pain real then, quick. And then February one, February one, you're just going to black yeah. out February one. I, you're just going to turn into a blackout machine. I was that guy for the last two weeks. And then last night I drank and I'm drinking again tonight. And then I'll probably drink again on Saturday. Yeah. Have a few drinks. Like, Dial it back, like maybe it's like, hey, I'm not gonna go out as much. I'm only gonna go, go out, out once a week, maybe yeah. once every other week, something like that. Tone it down, but you, I did to it me, for two weeks, and, and there's it was, a far it was to me. There's a far difference. Like if you have a problem, stop drinking altogether. You know what I yeah. mean? Like like if you have if you're an alcoholic and you have an actual problem. It shouldn't be a dry January. It should be a dry life, like where you're just. <laughs> it should be like that's the rest of your well, it's, life. It's such a good point, there. But it's like you, you know, stop for, a, for month. a month, and then you do your normal thing. It's also like everyone's doing it this month, and I I can't stand. I've already seen a couple people do it, like this past week, like like uh, like dry January is over for us. Like we, we did the best we could. It's like oh my god, yeah, you did it for shut you the did it for fuck sixteen up. days, sixteen. Why, days. I saw so many people this weekend. It's like Jan- dry January. Like did it for a few weeks. It's like don't don't tell people you're doing this shit. That's and right. And then that's you don't. the thing. At least like yeah. I will say like credit like yeah these people are probably gonna come into January or February one and and black out. But if you do it, you do it, and you're you're proving to yourself that you can, you know, cut something that's very prevalent in your life. Good for you. I am not hating on that by any means. It's just to my point, it's like, you're almost like you have more of a problem if you have to go full dry and you can't just like have some drinks without having a problem yeah, or I whatever. Think, I think have big, a healthy lifestyle. If, if that's yeah. like what you're, you're aiming towards. The, the big thing isn't like doing it. It's doing it for like the recognition 
exactly, no, Nikki. Do it in a random exactly. month. Do it a it's random right. month. Why does it have to yeah. be the month where everyone's dry? Like everyone's saying, oh, 2024 dry January. But like, then also, too, that person, when they're doing it a random month, that could be fucking awful in itself, too. Because then they're the guy every two seconds. Nah, I'm sober. Nah, since I've been sober, uh, since I'm, like, I'm sober, it's like, dude, fucking don't have a fucking cocktail. You're pissing me off. You know, is there just like, do it in February? There's less days, you know what I mean? Like, making that's yeah. what my aunt said. That's why, why do it in January, do it in February. It's the shortest month of the year. Well, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn Leap too on stuff, this year, though, but... stuff like oh, that in general, really? stuff like that. I'm kind of torn, torn on in general because a college pre- professor said something that kind of stuck with me. And it's like when you say your goals out loud to other people before you've done them, you're kind of less likely to do them because when you say mm-hmm. it, you kind of feel like you've already done it. And I'm like, damn. It brought me back to the ECU days when you're with a bunch of the boys. I'm going to the gym this week. I'm going to the gym this week. Then it comes Friday and like no one's fucking done anything. <laughs> but at the same point in time, when you're accomplishing something like me with the nicotine, Nikki with like the, the walks, I feel like that's important at the beginning stage to kind of get people on your side, get people in your corner. But I also think it's badass if like two months from now, Someone that you know is a big drinker, if they're just like, if you're like, hey, man, I've noticed you've really been going out or you haven't really been drinking too much. She's like, oh, yeah, I've been like, I've had a drink in like three months. And you're like, damn, that's awesome. You know what I'm getting at? That's that's the thing. When when you do it and you don't broadcast it on social media and tell every single person every single waking second of the day, by all means. Like, you know, we're not saying that. We're saying that people who are broadcasting it on social media, oh, day three of dry January, I had my third workout in the last three years. Like. Get the fuck out of here. No one gives a shit. Like, right. You want to, you want to like, be all these broads on Instagram. Like, oh, dry January day 13. I made my own dinner today. Like, I don't give a fuck. Well, it's like the guy too. <laughs> it's like, you want to be the guy too, where like, where it comes to like money in your job. We're talking about the guys that are like the, how well I've been doing. Like the guys that you see. Exactly. Seen in a while. You want to be the guy, at least I do where people are going, dude, you must be doing pretty good for yourself. And you, you like go back, I'm being taken care of. That's the guy where everyone's like, oh shit. Not the guy where it's like, check out my stock portfolio. Like, you know, yeah, it's like, exactly. fuck out of here. But that being said, I got a couple. I got a couple I want to get off. And one, one I want to get off is trying to word this correctly is the older generation guys in like our dad's age, a little bit older, those types of guys that are that age and that never have had a weak moment or can never tell a bad story about themselves. I can't stand those fucking guys. They're usually around our dad's age where they can like, they've, they've won every single fight they've been in. They fucking oh, have oh, never yeah. lost a match. They have never lost money. They've never lost a bet. Like those guys, like I can only take for fucking like where I'm like, dude, stop taking yourself so goddamn seriously. Like I, I can't stand. And they're usually the guys that are like in their mid fifties and sixties. I can't stand that shit. No, I agree. And I That's think that one. funnels, I think that like funnels right into the same kind of demographic of like, Oh, like these fucking kids these days type of thing. It's like, Right. Yes, that's always going to be a thing. Like, we're going to say the same thing. But if that's your bit the whole time, like, that's all your, like, all your, like, life revolves around is, like, how you added this and they added this. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, shut the fuck up. Like, no one, it's not a, it's not a relation, like, you don't relate to that. Like, at least, at least just, like, yeah, we grew up on this and our kids are going to grow up on that. And, like, we're, like I said, like, you're going to get shit on. It's part of like generational just transcendence. But at the same time, it's like, if that's your whole bit is just like how terrible the world is now and how great the world was then it's like, all right, dude, well then I don't know what to tell you. Like, it'll be tough to do. for the 
It'll be tough you're projecting to do for the podcast. yourself. You're mis- miserable. It'll be tough to do for the listeners, Terb. But it's like that guy where, like, say, like, you know, he let's just I just want to think about he beat the shit out of somebody. And you go up to him and you're like, hey, I heard so and so got you pretty good. And they're like, fucking, who the fuck you hear that from? I fucking didn't happen. And it's like, all right, buddy, like, no shit. Fucking like relax a little bit. Those guys that can never be seen in like a weak light. Fucking like those guys are just fucking I, I can't stand. I laugh at them. The worst. Yeah, the worst. I can't stand them. And then. This one, this one might be a little triggering, but I mean, I'll never understand the dad, the guy, maybe when they're younger, I get it. But the dad coaching the woman's high school sport team, I'll never understand. I'll never get it. I'll never understand. It's something to me. I just don't, I don't get it. The UConn basketball coach. I don't get it. I don't fucking understand how you, yeah. If you, if your daughter's fucking 10 years old, they need somebody to do it. Sure. I get it. But the dad that's doing like the fucking high school softball team, like that to me will always be fucking weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, let me just ask you this because it just came to mind. Would you rather have, you know, a guy who's played maybe some sort of competitive level as your daughter's coach, or would you rather just have someone random who played, you know, like middle school softball as your daughter's coach? I get it, but at the same time, to me, it's just like, dude, you played baseball, you know, baseball. You played guys across, you know, guys across. Eight years ago, why are you still coaching this team? Yeah, that too. It's like, to me, it's just like, there's I don't know. sports to and me, girls sports like, besides basketball are all different. Besides think, basketball, they're all different. Here's a good way to, here's a good way to break this down. It's, it's not like coaching your daughter's rec team. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, it's right. the ones that are literally making a career. Like this right, is like they're, correct. they're coaching the high school basketball team and their life revolves around this women's high school basketball team versus like, yeah, I'm stepping in. I'm being the head coach for the travel team because we do it on the weekends and I know and do you know the product of, of girls high school basketball you know how shitty and awful that must be to fucking watch and I make that your career like something like something's going on I'm sorry I'm sorry that's just how I feel no I agree um, I agree the last one I last one I had I was concur. just last one I had was just people who just make the gym their personality just I, I can't fucking stand oh my god I can't stand them where it's like, and like they go there for like, that's like, like their hangout spot. You know, I remember gold's gym back in the day when I was up in mass dude, gold's gym, there'd be guys in construction boots, like Timberland construction boots, a wife beater, had it all up beyond belief, like hitting on like the juice bar girl. Like, dude, get the fuck <laughs> out of here and do something with dude. your life. That and that same guy is normally the guy who's like just giving the unsolicited. Oh, dude, you should really hit it at this angle. You really activate your upper pecs versus this angle. Like you're not getting the full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, ass, bro, get the my headphones are in. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, I think the problem with that is like they're like, okay, at the bar I'm considered a loser. At the work world I'm considered a loser. I'm I have somewhat of muscle at the gym. Then I'm like. I'm not like the biggest loser in the scenario. You have a great take. Like, you have a great take on this turb, and I'm gonna. You're already kind of getting there, but something that you I used to always take from you was like you're fucking insecure if you work out, bro. Like you're covering something up. Like I used to always. If say that's, that's your, yeah, if that's your, not out. if you work out, but like not if you work out. It's just like to your point. If it's your whole personality, and yeah. like that is, it's just like you're like that's the one 
environment of your life that you think that you can just like project all of your insecurities on and be like the top dog it's the worst it's the absolute worst it's like meet me at the bar and let's go toe to toe how about that we'll just we'll <laughs> settle this all for all yeah fights are one in the heart they're not one the fucking not, not across, a fight for sure. not a fight is what i was referring to yeah i know but still in general but still in general like those guys like like you know you see nate diaz not got a guy who can bench press a cow it's like yeah because that fucking guys never got punched in the face before exactly yeah. You know, I'm talking nice. about being being big, being big, and being a fighter. Two two very different things. But also, if if you see meatball coming here and fuck, if you see like a black figure coming here, it's fucking meatball over here and all this and fucking ransacking me in the face. Because <laughs> a funny point to him is, I'm happy for him. He's been he's been hitting it hard recently. He's been getting teed on in there. But like they started going like middle December and like come like New Year time, he's just like. Um, Walking the gyms will be packed all these fucking new freaks. Nah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> going, like, the You've been doing it for two weeks longer, buddy. It's not that big of a difference. <laughs> oh, man, dude, I've been man. lifting since before it was cool. <laughs> dude, like the, I have the YMCA here and, and Charlotte's 80 bucks a month and it's packed. Who in the fuck? Who in Hell the no. fuck? That's where, like, that's where I kind of miss, like, the college, old school. Like, you have a barbell in the garage, fucking just a couple of fucking dumbbells, like, in the greenway. It's all you need. It's all you need. I thought it was was a great epi, boys. Turb, great topic. Great topic. Great topic of discussion. You know, might have triggered some people, but, hey, that's (laughs) that's probably your problem if you're getting triggered. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. That's exactly right. And we'll dive in. We're going to dive into college basketball on the pod once football is that that and gone but we gotta yeah, cherish you while it's still here i thought we had a great episode touch on the coaches touch on our conference championship preview before we let them go let's just really quick let's get our plays down for this weekend i know we discussed who we want going to the super bowl but let's get some plays down for the pod let's get these people on their way nikki what do you got up there for spreads over unders uh we've been doing we've been doing the over unders for the people i think last week we had the san fran one that just barely missed Due to a terrible first half with the Cowboys over as a pod. But we had the Ravens. Um, Texans, correct. Texans over. I think that was the one that correct, we all hopped on. Correct. Yeah, that was a Blue and Zilch. Was a, um, barely hit by half a point. Yeah, ba- yeah barely. <laughs> Let's see. Chiefs, Ravens, even though it's a rain game, 44 and a half seems like an easy over. Yeah. Uh, and the line has now changed to uh, three and a half. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen. I got it at four. I think it'll stay three and a half, four. It won't yeah. move. I'm going to listen to the voice of reason over the last couple of weeks. That's been Turb. And I'm going to switch my pick to the to the Ravens minus three and a half. And then Detroit 49ers. I mean, you really, the over is 51 and a half. You got to think that's if the Lions put up points. And if I think that the 49ers are going to, are going to. Oh, that's a scary over under. Run through them. I like the under in that game. Under. It's a scary over-under. Jared Goff, not good in outdoors. Yeah. At least this year. Yeah, I don't hate oh. that under, but I really, I mean, I, I, I mean, I wish Lamar and Mahomes, give me, give me points. I want to see points in that game. No, that's a game. That's, that's the more I just take the over and just hope for 44 points. or 48? 44 and a half. Yeah, over. I'm seeing like a 27-24 game in my Bang. eyes. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Same thing as the Bills game. I like yeah, that one. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one to give it to the people. What do you guys think? I like that too. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean Chiefs. Name the player prop Raven, Yeah, like the Ravens. I like the Ravens money line. 
realistically, I just like the Ravens money line. I don't really want to fuck around with that spread. I like the over in that game, like the over 44 and a half, just too, too good of teams to go under there. I like the under in the Lions 49ers game, and I like the 49ers minus seven. I like the, I like the under and the Niners. I like the over and the Chiefs. I'll, I'm I'm fine to go either way, or we just, or we can do both. Just go Ravens like money line. Just go Ravens money line. So you got your my player prop parlay, and then you go Ravens money line over 49ers minus seven under. Wow! 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 It's about time we just clean sweep the fucking board. Love it. I like all of them. It's just, oh, yeah, I just me know too. myself. I gotta. I don't know if it's a good thing for me or not. I do I love, like the. I, I do I really like the over unders to win. But I, I do like. Yeah, same. I'm the same boat. Over and unders for sure. I hope the fuck. I hope the fuck the Ravens do it. I hope they do it. And I, I mean, really if it's think, a parlay, and we really want to get, you know, just cash on the table, you just do, 49ers money line, Niners money line, Ravens money line over Ravens under Niners. Yep, cash it. And I think it's too plus money. For sure. If, if the Lions on score a touchdown in the first quarter, that game's under locked. And I yeah. think the Chiefs, Ravens, and they get the double digits at half by half over locked. That's my, that's thought, my two tangibles. My thought process is like if I'm riding on the fact that I think the Niners are going to smack them in the mouth, then I'm riding on the under. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's right. It's like if, if the Lions are going to keep that a game, that's going to be over. That's exactly right. And we got the, hey, we had the new segment. Antonio Brown tree of the week. I love it. Nikki Knight, Nikki Knightley news. Next year, you're going to be hearing about the chess winner. Conrad hanging in there. We're going to get him into college basketball. We're going to let him know what we got for seats as we're doing that this week. Nikki boys, this was a great epi. This was, I didn't have anything this morning. We got the juices flowing juices turned during the day. And look at that hour and a half later. Fantastic. Epi 17. We're going to keep this train rolling boys. Conrad send us on our way. That's how you do it, baby. LRP, Little River Podcast. Like, subscribe, push notifications every Wednesday, every Thursday, every week. Doesn't matter. We're bringing you the business. We're bringing you the pod. Lock in, tap in, tune in. LRP. Hang, hang, hang. That's Epi 17. Hang, 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 hang. Hang, hang.